0: back to Boozy Bracketology where we are the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. My name is Jeff and I'm going to be your host as we take a closer look at something very close to us here at Boozy Bracketology, the Disneyverse. We are moving on to our second round in the round of 64 as we break down all four theme parks in their own region to battle it out to claim the title of Best Walt Disney World Attraction. With me tonight are the same ragtag group of Disney-files that are ready to make some tough decisions. Let's run around the table and find out how they're doing and what they're drinking. Up first, we've got Steven.
1: Doing very well, doing very well. Since this is the Epcot bracket, I am cracking open a Powerade Zero Sugar because it is by far the largest park and the one I feel most exhausted after looping that Showcase six times.
0: Well, we're glad to hear it's not a Beverly, but uh I hope you enjoy that. Uh up next we're checking in with Nikki.
2: Hello. Yep, um I'm good. I'm drinking my uh my Topo Chico. It is from Monterey, Mexico, so I'm hanging out in the Mexico showcase tonight. So
0: very nice, very nice. I hear great things about Mexican water. <laughs> Montezuma would womp be very womp. proud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, let's check in with Mike. Mike, what are you drinking tonight?
3: Hey, Jeff. Uh, Well, in honor of, uh, I probably should have had this in the inaugural episode because in honor of Mickey Mouse's predecessor, Oswald the Rabbit, I have the Juicy Bunny Pale Ale from Straight to Ale Brewing right here in Huntsville, Alabama. This is a very lovely and tasty pale It's a little on the hoppy side, so if you're not uh, super inclined to that, uh, it probably wouldn't be the drink for you, but I really like it.
0: Very good, very good. Up next, we're checking in with Marissa. How are you doing, and what are you drinking?
4: Doing all right. I wish I had a grapefruit Schafferhoffer so I could pretend that I'm in the World Showcase hanging out in Germany. But nope, I've just got water tonight
0: just water. Drink of Champions while you're trying to make that trek around the world, no doubts. And rounding out our group of five, we've got Joel. Joel, how are you doing, and what is in your glass?
5: I unfortunately polished off the last of the bottle of my Dreaming Tree Crush, so now I'm switching over to AHA Lime and Watermelon. Quite refreshing flavor.
3: Please tell me that's the guys from AHA that made that one.
5: I feel like there's a missed marketing opportunity for them, you know, to <laughs> license the song and, and uh, you know, drink
3: some of me.
4: <laughs> well done. That, well we're done. not going to well try done. and hit and any of those octaves, though. And then they could compete against Buble with the bu- with the bubbly.
5: Mm. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Boy, it's would that be a very hairspray. weird sing-off. <laughs> yeah. Well, very good, very good. I'm going to go ahead and run through our matchups tonight as we've got some tough decisions to make here in this Epcot region. Starting off with not our first round. We have the number one Soren versus number 16, the meet and greet with Anna and Elsa. Our second decision to be making tonight is our number eight seed, Journey into Imagination with Figment, versus our number nine seed, the Grand Fiesta Tour. Up next we've got our number 5 seed battling it out with our number 12 seed Living with the Land versus Canada Far and Wide. After that we've got our number 4 seed Spaceship Earth up against the number 13 seed The American Adventure and then we've got our number 6 seed Mission Space battling it out with Turtle Talk with Crush, the 11 seed. After that we've got our number 3 seed Frozen Ever After up against f- number 14, Impressions de France. Number 7, or after that, we've got our number 7 seed, The Seas, with Nemo and Friends, battling it out against the number 10 seed, Beauty and the Beast, Sing Along. And wrapping it all up, we've got our number 2 seed, Test Track, giving a fighting chance, hopefully, to the number 15 seed, Reflections of China. We shall see when we get there. Starting us off tonight with our first decision is Stephen. Will it be number one Soren or the number 16 seed of the meet and greet with Anna and Elsa?
1: It's Soren. I'm done.
0: And Soren's got a vote on the board. Nikki?
2: Yeah, I'm sure we'll discuss more about Soren later, so I'm also going to just go with Soren.
0: Soren's picking up that second vote. Up next we've got Mike.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry, but this could be threesome with Anna and Elsa and I would still be voting for Soren here. <laughs> Largely because I'm a married man and I would like to stay that way and hopefully that joke hasn't eroded that in any way shape or form. No, Soren's awesome. Moving on.
0: And Soren picks up that number 3 clearly important number. Uh Marissa, what do you say here?
4: If I have to go meet Elsa and Anna one more time, I might just disappear this is soren
0: and it picks up a fourth vote that should be interesting and joel what do you say here
5: i was gonna say soren but now i'm kind of intrigued about the anna and elsa proposal is this (laughs) coming soon or so nope soren all day for me as (laughs) even though i'm scared of heights i i do enjoy that and i love seeing my wife jump whenever the hawk flies right in front of her face Scares her every time.
0: All right. Well, spoilers abound, but Soren has the quickest sweep in, I'm pretty sure, boozy Bracketology history. uh, As we all miss out on meeting Anna and Elsa once more. (laughs) Moving on to our second decision here. We have our number eight seed, Journey into Imagination with Figment, versus our number nine seed, The Grand Fiesta Tour. Up first... Let's hear what Nikki has to say.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I love the uh, journey of imagination with Figment. He's so cute. I like Figment. I think I used to have like a little Figment doll, so I really liked that ride when I was younger. Um, but, you know, when we go to Epcot, you know, now we, I spend so much time with the World Showcase, you know, going around the countries. And I'm sorry, the Grand Fiesta Tour is like the perfect break. It's like after you've been going around you know, drinking around the countries. It's like one of the few rides that you can just go sit and relax, watch Donald Duck, see some of Mexico. It's nice. So I'm going with Grand Fiesta
3: Tour.
0: All right. Grand Fiesta Tour picks up its first vote. Mike.
3: Yeah, I actually loved the three caballeros as a kid. Uh, yeah, I was the one um, I did. I, we had it on VHS and I watched it all the time. And Grand Fiesta kind of takes me back to that, you know, kind of fun rollicking energy and the great thing about Grand Fiesta is you can walk right on it's a pleasant little ride you walk right on you enjoy yourself it pleasant little ride go around for a few minutes and uh get that little show and then you get to go over to the Cava de Tequila and you stand in a much longer line to get a margarita that's totally worth it uh <laughs> No, it I it it is. I feel like it for Nikki and I it became one of our staple rides when we went to Epcot. And I do I do think that Journey to Imagination with Figment is cute, but um yeah, I'm also going to give my vote to Grand Fiesta.
0: And Grand Fiesta takes a two nothing lead, Marissa.
4: Uh both these rides are very fun. I adore Journey into Imagination with Figment. Um I make My family ride it every time we go, Um, and then we all have the song stuck in our heads for the rest of the day, Uh, which, again, I don't mind. It's a great little song. Um, Grand Grand Fiesta Tour needs some work. Uh, I mean, half the times, it's not even the three caballeros. It's like two and a half working, or there's one even completely taken out of the ride, (laughs) At this point in time. Um, Steven might be on more recently than me. I don't know if he can confirm that um, Jose is back or not. Uh, But I can't let Grand Tour run away with this. I have to give my vote to Figment.
0: And Figment picks up a vote. Up next, we've got Joel.
5: As much of a fan as I am of Eric Idle, uh, I've got to go with Grand Fiesta Tour. When when my daughter was little, when whenever we needed a break, I knew the go-to movie was Finding Nemo. I could put that on, and I had at least two hours of her shutting up and staring at the screen to be able to take care of stuff or take a nap or whatever it may be. When I was a kid, that movie was The Three Caballeros. And so... That is that's kind of one of those nostalgia things that I love going through and uh, and will always be my favorite, even though I question the uh, the uh, sturdiness of the boat as I'm
0: in it. (laughs) Grand Fiesta picks up a third and decisive vote, but we'd like to hear from Stephen.
1: I would have been upset by this uh, if it had been the original Journey into Imagination. But the current Journey into Imagination is probably the worst refurb of a ride in any of the Disney parks. They took a wonderful, whimsical ride and turned it into a terrible, terrible ride that is just not fun to go on. I don't really like the fact that you have to smell skunk. I guess it's a good practical joke. I, I, I don't get it. Grand Fiesta Tour uh, is not a great ride. Last time I was there, there was a Jose, a Panchito, and a Donald, but the Donald did not move. So clearly, I don't think that ride's going on. Why we haven't ripped it out and made it a a Coco ride, I don't know. But in the condition that the two of these rides are in, I enjoy Grand Fiesta Tour more. I just, they ruin Figment as far as I'm concerned.
0: And Grand Fiesta Tour picks up its fourth vote, moving it on to the round of 32. Our next matchup is number five seed, Living with the Land, versus the number 12 seed, Canada, Far and Wide. Uh, Making our first decision is Mike.
3: Well, every bracket has to have a 12-5 upset. This is it for me. I mean, Living with the Land is sort of whatever, I think. like I love... The Canada show. I love all, I, I know, I'm a sucker for all of the country showcase shows. I just think they're, I think they're so fun. I love, I just love seeing all the the videos and everything like that. I love Martin Short. I'm I'm a geek, whatever. I, but I, I got to go, I got to go with uh, the Canada show on this one. And right out of the
0: gate, we've got a 12-5 upset, it looks like. We'll find out. Marissa, what do you say on this one?
4: I know Canada Far and Wide just got a refurb or a new film. Um, but my dad made us do every single showcase show, every single time we'd go. <laughs> he would stand there in the middle of the fucking room and just take it all. I mean, just loves them. Um I don't really love them. It kind of makes me sick a little bit. Um, I'll get into that more uh, when we hit Hollywood Studios. I don't really do that. It messes with my brain, the visual. Um, I love living with the land. Um, My family is probably sick of it. I don't care. I'm going to go on it every single time. I love it. Uh, the just seeing what uh, vegetable is in the different shapes that they put everything in, depending on the season. Um, yeah, it's just it never gets old for me. I want to do the behind the seeds tour. Like that is a goal in life for me. Once they allow tours again, I want to do the behind the scenes tour. This is living for the land for me.
0: All right. As we find out that Canadians make Marissa sick, Living with the Land picks up a vote. Up next, we've got Joel.
5: The Canada, far and wide, may have had a recent refurbish, but they missed a key, uh, a key feature that that they had an opportunity to do, but they missed. And that is seats. Uh, because of that, I gotta go with Living with the Land. I just enjoy the kind of slow, casual boat ride, and and again, once I've toured around the world once, I kind of want to take a load off, and that's a great place to do it, I think. Plus, I, I, I do like to identify all the foods that I never eat.
0: All right, Living with the Land picks up its second vote. Steven, what do you say on this one?
1: Well, just make-believe you're a tiny little seed tiny little seed that's reaching up for what you need with the right amount of faith and the right amount of dirt you can have whatever you want on this green earth just listen to the land that we all love nature's playing gonna shine above listen to the land listen to the land so I'm gonna vote for listen to the land living with the land the boat ride I think that's what I like a little more okay <laughs> just a little more
0: uh, you know, I think we're good now. But Living With The Land does pick up its third vote, moving it on. But let's hear from Nikki.
2: I mean, I don't have a great affinity for either of these rides too much. I Man, I like Living With The Land fine. Um, But I don't know. I, th- I think for me, it's just more what section I'm in. And I'm most likely going to be going to the Canada ride because I tend to just be in the World Showcase most of the time. So I'll vote for Canada. Canada needs a vote.
0: Canada picks up yet another pity vote. Good job, Canada.
2: I do love Martin Short.
0: Who who doesn't? I'm sure someone, actually. All right, moving on to our fourth matchup. We have our number four seed, Spaceship Earth, versus our number 13 seed, The American Adventure. And we're getting started with Marissa.
4: Can I have the Jeremy Irons Spaceship Earth back? because I would like that one back. Uh, the show scenes were so much better in that one, but now we have Judy-, Judy Dench, which, she's a great narrator. I think she just was given a terrible script. Um, they have ripped that ride apart, and um, they need to put it back. <laughs> we just have this weird, empty nothing at the end of the ride. But on the other hand, we have an American adventure where you have Ben Franklin talking to Mark Twain and telling him all of our whitewashed history um, (laughs) in 30 minutes. It's a great place to sit in the dark, uh, take a load off after you've drank halfway around the world. But the better ride, in my opinion, is Spaceship Earth. It's more iconic. Um, Everyone's got to go in the big ball. And I'm going to end it that way. Just roll with it.
0: <laughs> all right. Spaceship Earth picks up a vote. Up next is Joel.
5: Rolling with the big ball. I'm for it. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i tell you the thing that I love. My favorite part about Spaceship Earth is the optical illusion that happens when you're backing up and all those st- twinkle star lights are hanging above you uh i don't bother with choosing my destiny for the future i let my kid do that and i just stare out into the void of nothingness black with with uh twinkle lights and and, in pleasing geometric patterns for me Uh, plus again the relief on the back of going backwards in zero gravity position always helps out too uh my vote is for spaceship earth the iconic uh first ride as you enter the park
0: fantastic spaceship earth picks up its second vote steven
1: well it's been said that the current version of spaceship earth is not the best version of it Give me the Jerry Irons. Go back and give me the Walter Cronkite version. Those are all better than the current ones. They have managed Spaceship Earth to keep my favorite part of the ride, and that's when they warn you 12 times that you're about to go through the world's slowest backwards descent, as if it's some type of hurtling death trap. I do appreciate that still, that for some reason they think that that's what they got to warn you about. Um, The American Adventure, sure, it's problematic. It's a 13-minute show about American history put on by Walt Disney. There are issues. It may be the most woke of those. It's more woke than the Hall of Presidents. I mean, you still have the great Chief Joseph popping up to tell you, hey, white motherfuckers, you're killing me. So there's something to that. If Space Force is more iconic, it's more of a ride. But here's the thing. I think there are some like really good good songs in the American Adventure. I love Two Brothers. I think Golden Dream is pretty good. That Pilgrim song that starts it off, it's a nice little she-shanty thing. Those songs get stuck in my head, and I, like, in my everyday life, find myself humming or singing those. It's its I'm not going to be the popular choice. I'm probably going to be the only one. I'm going to vote for the American Adventure, because I honestly look forward to going to that more than the golf ball at this point
0: in a wild turn of events the american adventure picks up a vote nikki
1: yeah
2: um i mean i like i like both of these um i actually really like the end of spaceship earth when i get to choose my destiny that's like my favorite part i like that little computer thing i know it's newer and but i i like seeing my little picture in my hands and you know doing all my and it's, i don't know take the picture and you're have the weird body and
3: another great dance for our listeners that well, you'll never get you know to see.
2: i i just i you know i always hope that i'm gonna end up in the little space car and stuff like that um american adventure i i like that one um and i do like the songs on it too unfortunately you know for me again it just comes down to the world showcase you know by the time i'm in america like i've had a few drinks really american adventure to me is usually like and I kind of closed my eyes a little bit on that one. So <laughs> um I think I would give it to uh what is it? Oh, Spaceship. I wanted to say I kept saying mission space. No, it's not mission no. space. Spaceship Earth. That's coming
0: up. <laughs> give my vote to the golf ball. hmm Uh Spaceship Earth picks up its third vote. Mike, what do you say here?
3: Uh, yeah, not a whole lot to add, really. Uh I've certainly never seen American Adventure completely sober, and I'm fairly certain I've had a buzz every 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 time. Uh, Spaceship Earth, I think, is more iconic, uh, and it's just it's really cool to go uh, up into the globe thingy that is so closely associated with Epcot. It's a little kitschy, uh, <coughs> but it's still fun. It's pleasant. Uh, occasionally, the line's too long, which you know that's a thing, of course. But I still got to give my vote to Spaceship Earth.
0: And just like that, Spaceship Earth picks up its fourth vote, and it is moving on to the round of 32. Up next is our number six seed, Mission Space, where's our number 11 seed, Turtle Talk with Crush. And we've got Joel to make our first decision.
5: Oh boy. Uh, I may be the weird one out here. Um. So, Mission Space is very, very claustrophobic to me. I can't stand that ride because it's so close and in your face. And uh, it doesn't help, too, that, like, the first time that I rode it, uh, maybe a couple years ago or so, maybe about a year ago, um, the ride had a malfunction or something like that. And I was just kind of stuck in there for an extra five minutes before the ride actually started. Uh, but it's, it's just too close of a, uh, space for me to enjoy it at all. Um, plus, uh, my daughter absolutely loved turtle talk. She would think of questions to ask the, the, uh, uh stoned California hippie, uh, playing a turtle in there and, uh, and just absolutely adored it. So, I gotta go with Turtle Talk with Crush.
0: Alright, and just like that, Turtle Talk with Crush picks up the first vote. Steven?
1: It's goddamn Mission Space. Mission Space is an incredible ride. It's like VE ticket at Epcot right now. I mean, Soaring's great. We all love Soaring, But if you want a thrill ride... It's Mission Space. Mission Space is amazing. I keep telling myself that one day I'm going to go on the Green Mission just to see what it's like, but I never do because the Orange Mission is so incredible. Mission Space is amazing. There's really not another ride like it anywhere in Orlando. And it's so cool. Like, for some reason, I'm the dum dumb that thinks you actually have to press the button and pull the joystick because it's so engrossing and amazing. I, I love Mission Space. Mission Space is what I am looking for in a thrill ride. The line is the right size for the length of the attraction you're on it's brilliant Turtle Talk with Crush was cool the first time but like I'm old enough that I know how they do it I can see the man behind the curtain so it doesn't really impress me maybe if I had a little kid it would be with me more but no no it's Mission Space all the way
0: and we're all tied up Mission Space picks up its first vote Nikki what do you say here
2: turn around. You might die. Don't go on this ride. You might. Die. They, they give you so many warnings about mission space. I'm so tired. Like by the end of it, I'm like, I mean, I've been on it a million times and I'm like, should I go on this? Like they've warned me that I might die so many times. Um, but I, I agree with Steven. I love mission space. I mean, it doesn't, the, the movement doesn't bother me at all. I, I, I always like pressing the buttons it has Gary Sinisi, So like, I mean, right there it's a winner. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, mission space.
0: And just like that, Mission Space picks up its second vote. Mike, what say you?
3: So I, I've I've learned two things with our last two panelists. I've learned that you, you press the button, pressing the button and doing that. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I always do that. What? Steven, you're blowing my mind here. And uh, and then Nikki taught me that I've been mispronouncing Gary Sinise's name all these years.
2: So I, that, I'm, sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Gary Sinise, I'm you. so sorry.
3: I love you. I know. No, but turtle talk is cute for the kids it's fu- it's a fun little show uh, Mission Space meanwhile as Nikki said with all the warnings that they give you apparently it's too much for many adults I guess you have to be an intense thrill seeker to enjoy it guess what I am I love Mission Space That's that's definitely getting my vote here
0: and just like that Mission Space picks up the decisive vote but let's hear from Marissa
4: I like both these rides. Turtle Talk with Crush is cute. Um, it's the first implement- implementation of that technology. Uh, then they took it over to Monsters, Inc., which, you know, I'm not going to talk about. Um, Mission Space terrifies me every time I get in line. And I almost have an anxiety attack. And I feel like I'm going to throw up on the ride. And I'm like, where's the bag? Make sure the bag's there. And I make sure I can like reach the bag and pull the bag out just in case. It never happens. And uh, our middle son loves this ride. He would ride it on repeat until, I I don't know. I don't think he would ever hurl because he's just, that's the way his brain is. Um, Yeah, I push the buttons. You don't have to push the buttons, but I still push those damn buttons. And I always will. Mission space takes this one.
0: It certainly does. With a 4-1 to one lead, it is decisive. Moving on to our next decision here. We've got our number 3 seed, Frozen Ever After, taking on a number 14 seed, Impressions de France. I don't actually know if there's another way to say that. That's the only way I know. Up first, it's Steven.
1: This is an extremely easy one. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I've seen Impressions de at least once in my life. Um, But I have no desire to see it again. Um, I'm ready for them to tear that down and put in other more attractive attractions. Because, frankly, I don't like standing up and watching round theaters and watching France. Like, I, I get it. Okay. It's, it's, not, it's not an entertaining way to spend the theme park. Frozen Ever After, maybe one of the best refurbs. As bad as they did Figment, they did a great job with Frozen Ever After, laying that over the maelstrom ride. It makes sense. It follows the plot well. They found a really good idea of how to make your boat go backwards if it's not a troll casting a spell. They just have Elsa blow you away. Sounded dirtier than I thought it would, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm voting for Elsa blowing me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Anna and Elsa are still feeling the pain of this bracket, but we are moving on. Uh Nikki, what's your vote here?
2: I mean, I I mean I think the Frozen Ride is fine. It's cute. Um and you know, I don't really care much about the impressions difference. It's a not, it's it's a forgettable one for me. I don't really remember it too well because I never really do it to be honest, because I go to France and we have our wine and I don't really think about it. Um <sighs> But I just miss Maelstrom so much. I loved Maelstrom. I just do. I wish th- I wish they could found a way to put the Frozen ride in and keep Maelstrom. Like, you know. But I guess I'm just going to have to let it go. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: and go with Frozen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll go with Frozen over of France. But yes, I do miss Maelstrom. But, but the Frozen ride is a very good ride.
0: All right. Well, they could figure out how to put a ride in France, but apparently not. Frozen. Let's see. Nick, Mike, what do you have to say here?
3: As I said, I'm, I'm a nerd. I love the country showcase shows. I really do. And and as I mentioned, I, I'm pretty certain that I've been buzzed every time I saw an American adventure. And I guarantee you that I've been buzzed, bordering on drunk by the time I get to Impressions de France. I love that show. I love France. I think it's such a beautiful country. I I dig the the full globe theatrical stuff. Maelstrom was better. I said it. There you go. <sighs> but at the end of the day, I do have to concede. Frozen Ever After was a pretty good refurb of that ride and uh and it is it is a good it is a good attraction. The waits too damn long, but but I think that it's it's got it's got a little something for for everybody. People are more likely; it's more likely the whole family's going to enjoy it. Whereas I would just be the corny dad dragging his children to the <laughs> the country showcase, right, Marissa? So I will I will give Frozen Ever After its third vote.
0: <laughs> well, as Mike dreams of standing in the middle of the Prussian's de France by himself, staring at the uh, video, we're gonna move Frozen Ever After along and. First, we're going to hear what Mike... Nope. Who are you? You're Marissa. You're the other M here. What Marissa has to say.
4: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I know Epcot just recently gave all of their Circle Visions new footage and upgraded films. Um, but I'm not going to keep going on this repeatedly. Maybe I'll do it when it has a new, fresh film. But after that, I'm going to wait until it's redone again. Because what's the point? Um, I miss Maelstrom also. I loved Maelstrom. I will, con- again, I will concede just like Mike, they did a fantastic job with the overlay of Frozen. Um, and my three year old loves it, but she's obsessed with Elsa and Anna. But the fact that we still get to go backwards. And, you know, then turn around the last minute and go down the drop. That's still fun. Uh, So Frozen Ever After.
0: Yet again, spoilers abound. (laughs) I can't believe you people. But Frozen Ever After picks up a fourth vote, and we will see what Joel has to say.
5: The end of Frozen Ever After, when Olaf finally dies, is the best part to me. No, I'm joking. (laughs) <laughs> spoilers here. Um no, I I uh I too have uh skipped over Impressions de France and had to watch that on YouTube and uh yeah. Not a fan of Armpit here, so I'm gonna go with Frozen Ever After.
0: <laughs> and we have our second sweep of the Epcot region. Just like that, Frozen Ever After is moving on to the round of thirty-two. We've got two more decisions to make, and let's get that started with the number seven seed, the Seas with Nemo and friends, versus the number ten seed, Beauty and the Beast. Sing along. Up first, we've got Nikki.
2: I mean, I love Beauty and the Beast. I mean, I like singing all the songs and everything, but I and it's not really. I don't know if I consider. it. I mean, I guess it's an attraction or ride. I I'm honestly I don't remember doing it too much. Um. I think the Nemo and Friends is a good ride. Uh, I kind of like, as far as Nemo stuff goes, I really like the musical over at Animal Kingdom. But I think this is a cute little, you know, I mean, it, it's, it was needed. A, what was over at Nemo and Friends before? I'm having trouble remembering. Just the Living Seas like ride. The, okay, it was something. Okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, Abby really liked going on Nemo and Finding the Little Fish. So I think it's a really cute ride. So I have to go with Nemo and Friends on this one.
0: Nemo and Friends picks up its first vote. Mike.
3: Beauty and the Beast sing-along. If I'm going to have a Beauty and the Beast sing-along, I'm going to do it in my house. I don't need the little captions on the bottom. We all know the words. Every single word. We know it. We get it. It's a wonderful musical. I see no point in going there when you're at Disney World, when there's far better attractions. The Seas is cool. I dig the graphics. It's a fun little ride. I'm voting for the Seas with Nemo.
0: Seas picks up a second vote. Marissa?
4: It's a big blue world. <laughs> Sorry, I'm terrible at singing. <laughs> it gets stuck in your head. Um, And what's not to love? You have the, the pseudo, is it pseudo Pepper's Ghost? I don't know. You've got like the... I guess it's not really Pepper's Goes What is it? Uh, it's where you've got the overlay of the projections of the fish into the tanks. Um, I think that's that's so much fun. And my kids love Nemo. I love Nemo. Um, plus, you get to see all the animals and what's not to love about it? Now, if they would bring back the diver in the dive chamber every once in a while, that would be cool. Um, I don't know the last time I saw that happen. Beauty and the Beast along. I'm sorry, this is on here because I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to get rides in here. If you'd talk to me in like, you know, a year when you've got Ratatouille and Guardians open, then we've got more of a game here, um, but we don't have that right now, so we get Beauty and the Beast along on this bracket, um, but my vote goes to Nemo.
0: And Nemo picks up that crucial third vote. We finally got there. All right, Joel and Steven, let's hear what you have to say. Joel, you're up first.
5: Uh, personally, I hate Beauty and the Beast just because that is my wife's all-time favorite movie. She knows every single word of that entire movie and sings it incessantly. If I hear another one of those songs one more time, I will stab my ears out. Um, it, be honest with you, if the Beauty and the Beast was more like the anna and elsa the frozen sing-along where it was like a live action thing i think that would be more of an attraction just watching the movie again i'm with uh i'm with the other teams that i can do that at home i'm good uh and uh personally the seas with nemo i love the fact that it dumps you into the aquarium at the end uh and i also love my favorite part is the way that they incorporate, uh, what I would call industrial technology into the rides. So for instance, uh, the whole angler or er, yeah, the, uh, what is it? The angler fish, uh, yeah. The angler fish that's chasing after them on that blacked out robotic arm and the mm-hmm. fast movements in there, that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm always fascinated by that part of me on the engineering side. So, uh, I do love
0: under the seas, and Nemo and Friends picks up their fourth vote. Steven?
1: Yeah, let's be honest. The Nemo and Friends ride is just the thing you got to go through to get to the point where you can see the dolphins and the manatees. That's what we're there for. It's a nothing ride, but you got to get through it. And if it wasn't going up against the complete nothing burger that is the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, I doubt it would move on. It just got a really favorable matchup, because that Beauty and the Beast is, you know, If I want to watch Beauty and the Beast, I'll watch Beauty and the Beast. In anything, it makes me more upset that I'll get to watch 10 minutes of the movie edited and I can't watch the whole thing. No. Nemo and Friends wins this round.
0: Nemo and Friends does win this round decisively with another sweep. We've got three sweeps. Can we match up our first round with a fourth sweep as we move on to the number two seed, Test Track? Fighting against Mike's favorites... The number 15 seed of Reflections of China. Up first,
3: we have Mike. Well, first, I I do just feel like I need to say, gosh, it disturbs me to see you, Joel, looking so down in the dumps. No, I'm sorry. Oh, shut up. I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I'd love to say this was a tough matchup because, again, I really do love the shows, and China is such a cool, exotic place, but come on. Test Track is is great. It's it's so much fun. To, you You get to go in and you design your car, and then you get to take it for a little spin. It's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. It's fun, and it is. It is fun for the whole family, and that is, again, a very key thing when you're determining the best Disney attraction, for sure, so Test Track all the way here.
0: And Test Track picks up its first vote.
4: Marissa. Sorry China, Um, you're a beautiful country but you can't compare to Test Track. It's so much fun and you know, you get in the hot room and then you go through the cold room and then you go zipping out at the speed area. It's just so much fun. Test Track.
0: Test Track picking up a second vote. Joel?
5: I really wish that I would have been able to do test track uh, pre-COVID. I would have loved to have gone through the whole experience of designing your own car and adding your parts and then doing the test runs and stuff like that. Unfortunately, they have all that closed right now because they don't want everybody touching the screens. Um, And I especially feel like I would have loved the original one with the test dummies in there, uh, just for the comedic relief of there. Uh, As much as I do have to admit, The first time I rode it, the semi that turns a corner, another spoiler alert, that scared the shit out of me. Uh, (laughs) But uh, all in all, that is the best ride, in my opinion, there. I love uh, being able to go fast around the track. And so to me, it's test track all the way.
0: All right. Test track picks up that important third vote. Steven?
1: It's interesting. China is probably the best of the theater in the rounds um i still hate it because you can't sit down and by the time you're doing those type of attractions all you want to do is sit and inevitably somebody has to yell at me for sitting even though I'm not supposed to test track was better before the newer version of it i don't really care about building my own car and i think that it used to look a lot nicer but they didn't change the track and it's still fun to ride that track and test track is a great ride um yeah, it's easily one of the tops and especially in Epcot, one of the tippy tops, so it gets my vote all the way.
0: And Test Track picks up its fourth vote, getting ready to head to a sweep, is it going to be a sweep Nikki?
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Epcot really, it's my favorite park. I I always love Epcot. And but I have my priorities. I mean, you you get there and you have to do Test Track like first. You go and that's like the first thing you do because I want to do it before I hit the showcase. Um, and then I don't want to do test track after I hit the showcase because I might not feel very good <laughs> um, but yeah I, I actually think I mean test track is one of my not just i mean it's one of my favorites. I just think test track is a great ride it's It has a little bit of speed and fun, but it's you know it's not like a total thrill ride. it has a lot of little things in it. It's just a very creative fun ride, so I love test track, so i'm I'm definitely picking that. Sorry, China.
0: And China goes down against American car manufacturing. Test Track is moving on to the round of 32. And just like that, we've got our matchup set in the Epcot region for the round of 32. We've got Sorin going up against the Grand Fiesta Tour, Living with the Land versus Spaceship Earth, Mission Space versus Frozen Ever After, and The Seas with Nemo and Friends versus Test Track. If you like what we're doing here, and if you want to help support us, come check us out on Patreon. We've just got this started, and we've got some bonus episodes up there. We've got some bonus content, and we've got our brand new Boozy show over there, Boozy Revisited, where we take everything that we discussed over the past month, find out where we went wrong, how bad it went wrong, and what we would have done if we had actually thought about what we were doing. (laughs) It's... Seriously, it's therapeutic. I very happy with that but if you do enjoy what we're doing like i said if you want to help support us anything and everything does help we love what we're doing here we would love to keep it going but join us at patreon.com slash ptebb that is ptebb for pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology our sister podcasts here and as always you can always find us on social media everywhere at boozy bracketology except for twitter where we are still boozy brackets because of those awful, awful character limitations. Also join us in our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology, where we interact with everybody and find out from you directly where we went wrong, how we could have done better, and why we just can't get it right. Because boy, are we good at that. Uh, As we said in our last show, and thus far may be my favorite quote so far, our wrongness is part of our charm. That will be on his t-shirt one day. I promise you that. Well, we thank you for joining us, and we can't wait to see what happens in our next two regions, but we will have to find out that one next week. For Boozy Bracketology, I have been your host, Jeff.
5: I've been Steven. Nikki. I'm Joel.
0: Mike. I've been Marissa. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the next one.
4: Bye.